Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. This week's opening kickoff podcast is presented to you by our new sponsor, SeatGeek. SeatGeek is a live entertainment platform that's rethinking ticketing by caring more about fans, teams, and venues. SeatGeek shares events happening in your location and takes all the confusion out of ticket buying. They use a 0 to 10 deal scale to tell you whether you're getting a good or bad deal on the tickets you're about to buy. As we wind into those winter months, you've got basketball starting up, hockey is starting up, football season's winding down. If you're into Christmas concerts, those are going to be firing up here in the next couple weeks, or you can look ahead to next concert season and start getting your tickets well in advance. We have a deal for you. Our listeners can get $20 off their first ticket purchase with our with our code opening kickoff. That's O-P-E-N-I-N-G-K-I-C-K-O-F-F. Click the link in the description of the episode below to download the app. And remember to use our code opening kickoff for $20 off your first purchase. Welcome in to this week's edition of the opening kickoff podcast. We promised it. We promised it. We teased it. It's here this week. We'll get to that in a moment. I'm your host, Dave Samuel. Peyton Gerard is somewhere in the world. We don't exactly know where. Um, we hope he joins us at some point on this podcast. But uh, until then, it's just me and my guy, Brandon Stevens. Brandon, how are you, sir? Great. Excellent. Oh. Excellent. I am a little concerned about the weather in Maryland, though, man. It's supposed to be like 80 degrees this week. And, and I'm like, currently in a hoodie and sweatpants, so I'm not really sure how to feel about this. <laughs> well, not to mention, like, okay, so it's 80 on Thursday. And then Saturday is going to be like 37 in snow. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, make it make sense. Make it make uh, sense. I guess. I'm probably going to be sick at some point. I can already see it. I think like everybody just needs to like mentally in Maryland prepare that we're just going to be the state of illness at this point, because that is just so, so badly messed up. I wanted to have Peyton on because he went to the stadium series game between the Capitals and the Hurricanes, but maybe he's still in recovery mode from that. I don't know, but let's get to the guy. We teased it last week. He stood us up, Brandon. He, he did stand us up a little bit last week. I mean, understandably so. Understandably stood us up, but I I still got to put that qualifier on it. He would be the two-time Super Bowl champion, assistant to the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. In other terms, he's a guy that always the camera finds him. Always. That would be our guy, Danny Williams. Dan, how you doing, buddy? I am doing phenomenal. Uh, I want to say I apologize for not being on Nick on the podcast last week. We didn't get in until about six o'clock uh, central. Had to get my bags, my wife's bags. So it just was a lot of moving pieces coming back last Monday. So I apologize for not making it on the podcast. But like you said, you know, two-time champion. It, it's a pleasure, man. It, it's truly been a blessing to be here. Uh, it's my fourth year in Kansas City and couldn't uh, script it any better, if you will say. 
couldn't uh, have screwed it in any better. That's going to perk some ears up right there. Yeah, man. everybody just went, oh, okay, Dan Williams. Is gonna, we just made it on ESPN tomorrow. Danny Williams admits the NFL is scripted. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Hold on. So, yeah, I, I need to see a script for next season. Now. I want to know <laughs> yeah, if the uh, boys in blue are going to make any noise. <laughs> boys in blue, man. I'm tired. Of, I'm so tired of losing playoff <laughs> games, man. <laughs> I'm so I'm so over it. And it's crazy because it's like it's I, I'm 25, right? I've only seen the Bills successful for three and a half years of my entire life. So the fact that I'm already like over us just losing playoff games when we really are never here in the first place is astonishing. It's it's a crazy place to be in. Like I really don't know how to feel after every season. Like every time we fall short, I'm like. Am I supposed to be like ah, I'm used to this, or am I supposed to be upset? Like, like what is it? What is this supposed to be? Okay, now our, our guy Peyton Gerard just joined us, but I, Peyton, I, we don't have a video option on the show yet. But he his backgrounds are always immaculate, and this one is a very poignant one, considering. Oh, now now we switched it. I oh. can't. I can't exactly uh, see. <laughs> Major Tuddy. <laughs> Major Tuddy. <laughs> Peyton, how you doing, sir? I'm just, you know, premonition manifests. They already know how this Washington story is going to end a year from today. It's going to be the hiring of the guy that just got hired there. He'll be the full-time head coach. And then I hope so. Or, oh, I mean, it's all fucking... I mean, there's... There's no way Eric Bieniemy was like, you know, the commanders, like they got a really good selling point. It's just the easiest way to become a head coach, I guess. So you couldn't tell me otherwise, Dan. Couldn't even argue it with me. Actually, I already know. Dan will not be commenting on that. But I want to ask Dan this. Oh, you're Uh, recording this. Oh, yes. We are recording this. (laughs) Oh, it's on the record, dude. It's on the record. What, what, hey, what is this? Zoom first time? My goodness. Hey, I was going to say, hey, Zoom tells you. Hey, well, you yeah, got, got the, the recording, recording in progress. Yeah, hey. This is on you. You're here. You're here once a week, Peyton. You know the drill. We're, wait, hold on. Pause. Were you yelling at 40 year olds today? That was of our course. topic. <laughs> was that yelling at what? At 40 year olds. I'm always yelling at 40 year olds. I told you. Uh, they're the most i'll tell you i'll tell you what you know really the most entitled people are people old old or yeah i won't even put it into like a gender or whatever our our parents (laughs) no 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 like right before our parents like 35 to like 45 Mm. act like they have the respect of like our parents and grandparents when like they just happen to have been born a few years before us (laughs) that's all it is they don't know shit literally it's like uh, yeah, I, I've been here for 10 years. I'm like, cool. Where were you? Why weren't you here 10 years ago? I was in college. I was in yeah. high school. Like, I was in, co- I was in college, have... bro. Cause... Yeah, like, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm just, uh, it, just because you're older doesn't mean you know more. That's all, I've always lived by that. So. Yeah, we, there we, was no time one does not always that. come wisdom, you know. It, it really doesn't. You when you see some people and dumb. Yeah, when you see people that are like 35 to 45 try to do math, 
that's when you like really start to realize like you don't know shit. Like they don't even know about PEMDAS. <laughs> they don't even know about that. <laughs> they even they didn't even write PEMDAS. that chapter. Oh man. <laughs> like they don't even know. It's crazy. Is, is your is your office that bad? <laughs> nah, hang on. I mean, yeah. it just sounds like you work with it's the, not everyday, really like, it's, the everyday it's guy. Just, it's just it's not like uh I don't know how to put it. It's not like like the people are great. It's really more like some of the outside stuff is like insane of like some people we bend over backwards for where like I get the whole like customer service thing. But at some point when a guy's like super wrong and they talk to like your employees crazy, I think we should defend the employee, not look at like the customer is like just always being right. Cause that's also just not true. Like if I walked in tomorrow spit on someone walked out and like <laughs> expected them to get like the nice treatment you know what they just had a bad day you know we need to really just work with them that's the shit that drives me crazy now like, this is where i wish the show had an intern so they could look up the quote about the customer is always right because i'm pretty sure that's the most like misused quote of all time because there's like a absolutely. second part of it there's a second part of that that no one ever says. <laughs> I think it's like the customer is always right in regards to taste. Yes. Like they, they leave out the, the very key part of, <laughs> of that. What's quote. funny was I actually said that like probably like two years ago on like a call for like salespeople. And I go, it's actually just referring to food, not like any. And the guy was like, what? And I go, and I pulled it up and sent the screenshot of like the, the saying. And he was like, just dumbfounded. I'm like, yeah, it has nothing to do with what anybody does. Yeah, it's, just, the, it's the most and he misused was like, quote ever. Moving on. I'm like, yeah, you better move on, <laughs> buster. And, and I'm assuming I'm just, he was in that 35 to 40 demographic. He was, yes. yes. <laughs> with about two, three kids. Yep, that's exactly the demographic right there. He's just, just living think, the life. Man. I just think, and I think it applies to any job, truly, that like, Age, I mean, look at Dan Williams, for example. There's probably guys who've been in the NFL a lot longer who probably are a lot worse than him. I'll sp- say it. I'll speak it. You don't have to. I got it. But there's, that's a fact. That's why people get fired. That's why people get moved out. I know these things. That's why people like newcomers and all these young coaches, they all, people will start to like catch on to that narrative. Like we got to go young. That's not right either. There's no like age you're looking. When has anyone ever been like, you know what? 26, that's the fucking age we need. Just hire anyone that's 26. Anybody above that, wrong. Anybody below it, wrong. Like, there's no age on being right or wrong. It's just like, if you know it, you know it. If you don't, you fucking don't. It's hard All to right, teach Dan, Let me ask you this, and then we'll, we'll, move, we'll move on to talk about some NBA and some college hoops. Outside of the game, what was the best part of the Super Bowl week for you? Outside of the game. Um, That's easy. <laughs> there's, one say, a, there's one answer here. There's one answer. <laughs> Seeing you on Thursday. and That's not even what I was going to say. That's a bad definitely answer. Definitely a highlight. Definitely a highlight of mine. <laughs> um, but being able to have my wife after the game. Went, being able to take a picture with the trophy that was answer. phenomenal for her um because she wasn't there in 19 and then in 2020 it was covid so like the restrictions were different so her being able to take part in the celebration just took a uh took the element of happiness and pure bliss even to a higher level for myself uh sunday night last week 
would have well, said. Good answer. Good answer. I was hoping answer. that was your answer. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping for yeah that's what sake, I thought. That's what you yeah, were for saying. your sake. Yeah, for your sake, I was hoping you said that as well. So thank you. You could have just said seeing the baby. That's all. Yeah, you yeah, had yeah we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to record that one and post and add it in <laughs> if you didn't say that. <laughs> No, nah, man, the baby had a good time, too. She didn't go to the game, but she was able to uh, be there in Arizona. It was her first flight, and it was on a private jet. I mean, I just want to make that very clear that none of us experienced that. Oh, and never. She's four That's months, and she's humble her first flight fucking brag. Jet. Yeah. Humble. PJ. PJ in the PJs, Peyton. <laughs> on the PJ in PJs. Who are you? How are you getting? Was, was, this a fa- was this a team hookup, or how are you yeah, getting no, the PJ? It's a team hookup. So they take their friends and family on a flight on Friday. And like my wife had never been on one of before. So obviously my daughter hasn't either. And um, like they take care of them, get food and drinks. And like it's, it's much easier than the commercial process, obviously. Uh, yeah. But yeah, you just kind of show up and hop on. Yeah. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I got, I think I have a way to fix the environment. So there's these teams that fly families. The more they do, how many times are you doing these flights? I mean, come on. So y'all oh, go is, there, coming no, back, and no, then going again. Is, this is just a Super Bowl. That's it. That's oh, it. okay. I was about to say, y'all doing yeah, this no. every week. What the heck? The, no, the no, Chiefs no, are ruining the Y'all got, hey. <laughs> I heard a really, can I give a fun fact about the Chiefs? I heard today. I don't know if Dan has heard this about the Hunt family. It's a cool story. So I don't know who bought who what which member of the hunt family originally bought or owned the chiefs i don't know if it's lamar or whoever it is right that he got the money that helped start his fortune from a poker game that was how they got famous originally (laughs) like literally that's what like whoever the great whatever grandfather it is that was what helped steamroll his bankroll to get like money (laughs) like whatever bankroll like that was what started it was like all right now we got fifteen hundred. Now we gonna make three thousand, three thousand to six thousand. Like that's. I heard a story of like he won some crazy long poker game, and it literally like butterfly effect. Whatever they ended up owning fucking Chiefs. So I was like, gambling's in the heart of the NFL. I'm that. telling you. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I need that. Where's where's our like two week long poker game so I could like go buy a hockey team or something? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we just need to get going. Now, Brandon, a hockey team would not be the first thing you're buying. So make that very clear here. No, I'm definitely going to buy like the smallest stake of the war. I'm going to buy like a stake in the Kings or something. Like that's what everybody does. I think everyone owns a slice <laughs> of the Kings. Yeah. like 50 yeah. owners. Yeah, the Kings are crowdfunded by the public. So if I could somehow <laughs> get my hand in there, we'll, we'll be all right. Great segue into the NBA because uh, All Star Weekend. Oof. Yeah, I mean, look, man. Uh, <laughs> there, <laughs> some nice. things. No, I mean, there are some things that I feel like they they just run their course at a certain point, and it, it's to no fault of the NBA, in my personal opinion, because like I don't think that there's any way for them to revive. Like, there's nothing you could do. Right? Like I said that about the dunk contest, people were complaining about the lack of names, who's going to be in it. I was like, man, it's really nothing. It's no dunks that you could do that like we haven't seen in some capacity somewhere before. Rather it be on like whatever that dunking uh, game show is on TBS or it's on Instagram or it's on like, 
uh, who knows? Like Mac McClung has been doing crazy dunks since high school. That's the only reason we know that that guy exists. Like he he wasn't Michael. That Jordan. was the freest money I won. I'm not gonna lie yeah. to you this weekend. Oh yeah, if you bet on that, I mean, come on, that was that was easy. Jericho also, Sims was supposed to win. Okay, what was the guy doing? Like the video, I don't remember who it was. Who put his arm in the basket and pulled out a fifty? Jericho sign. Sims. Yes. What was he? He uh, he's a Nick, so his brain is this. It functions at fifty percent capacity at all times. Anyway, like what did he think that was going to be cool? Putting your arm in there also is not cool anymore. Like it was cool like one time. That was it. Yeah, it's not. I I don't know, man. It's the dunk wasn't a fifty, and then like you trying to justify that it was with with a piece of paper. It's like what are we doing? You know what are what are we doing? What are we doing? It's a tired. The the all star. I just think the all-star break in general, like this is what it's going to be from here on out. Like it's not going to get any better. It's not going to, it can't get worse. It can't get worse. I think the last good all-star game we had was in 20 where they played like half defense. Like the the guys already don't want to play in this, right? Like they already don't want to play here. Uh, So it's like, you're not, you're never getting a full effort. You're never getting a full effort, so it makes for boring basketball. I mean, I, I feel uh, Mike Malone, you know, he said that that was the worst basketball game he's ever seen. I get it. There was no defense. It was basically just a, a shoot-around. Um, but, that, I mean, that's just what it is, though. Like, uh, Mike Malone would feel so bad if Jokic got out there and, like, they were playing, like, actual hard basketball and he got hurt. Like he, you would just, you would just feel bad. Like I'm surprised that the Bucks owner let Giannis on the court last night. It's no way that I'm watching my superstar get hurt twice in one week, and I'm like, yeah, go play an All Star game. No way. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, no way. No. Way. I have a Even question. If it was just for two minutes. What is, Dan's what, been what trying is... to Dan's trying to roast me the photos. That ain't gonna work. <laughs> um, nothing's worse than this. I also have another one that's even more horrendous. <laughs> So test me, dog. Yo, who is Just that? test me? Who's what? Who is the the bigger Dan? Who's that? <laughs> hey, it's his brother. Jesus Christ! There's two of you. Yeah. They don't really look that that close to like you're insane now. You're insane. That that is the same. No, 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 no I'm saying like. <laughs> no, I'm saying like they look less alike. I think Dan knows what I'm saying. Like they don't look. Now that now that we're adults, we look less. Yeah, if I was a child, as you can see, the similarities were there, which is what happens with any kid and his brother. It's supposed to happen. It's called genetics. But yes, Uh, so be it, Peyton. You sick son of a buck. Yeah, Yeah. you got some on this. I don't know why you're censoring yourself. He's just trying to be the. He's he's trying to keep the clean end. You did this show for years. Look, and I promise you, like I like I said earlier. When Coach Bienemy found out that there was a podcast, I made sure to hide all evidence that I ever was on one. I made sure not to say any <laughs> platforms where you could find it. Like, none of that. So, like, I'm hiding all that evidence uh, for one. Nah, for one man, we need guy. the promo, bro. We, we ain't saying nothing crazy about the Chiefs, especially since <laughs> you've been there. I, I, I go to that. Dan knows. I, <laughs> I fight people in workplaces for the Chiefs, and I don't even know why. I don't even like that Dan like that. That is true. Peyton has called me on several occasions and told me the story of how his coworkers have 
disrespected and disregarded uh, the Chiefs. Yeah, I caught and flag how, from my own family yeah, for yeah, rooting for the yeah. Chiefs, man. I really did. I was like, I yeah. just think like it's lame to like like when you see like greatness or like great people. Like I get the whole oh, I'm tired of certain people winning. I get that, but my thing is be better. How about you just try to be better and stop complaining about it? And I'm like, we're watching Mahomes and like Kelsey and them, and like this shit's crazy about what they have accomplished. And I think we should all take a second and like acknowledge that we have like a possible goat in the making that we universally probably like, and then we only like like dis- denounce because of like his brother, like his wife or something, which is like so stupid because it's like the guy's a fucking great football player. You yes. like him. And he's not yeah. Brady in the early years. Cause no one liked Tom Brady ever until recently. And that's still like debatable if you like him. So it's like, I think it's lame when people are like, Oh no, like I want my homes to lose. I'm like, why? Like Jalen hurts could win. You're going to say the same shit about him in like two years when he wins like two of them. You're like, you know, I'm tired of that Jalen hurts guy. He's a real piece of shit. And you're like, why? Cause he wins. It's his yeah, job. I don't, I don't understand. See, this is what uh, Dan does to me. I don't even know why I do it. I probably do it for his family more often than him. Yeah, that's what to say. I, I was strictly rooting for the Chiefs just for Dan. You know, I don't. I don't really care about nobody else. I was like, look, man. Facts. You know, it, my my guy is working here, so it's like I I kind of have to. I'm obligated to to root for them. I, I mean, the biggest thing that I felt like throughout the week and even on game day was like, don't tell me good luck, and then add the go birds in at the end, like. Don't text me like I'm good. Like my, like my guy David Miles. Mind you, yeah. David Miles had got engaged night before, had a lot of things going on. Dave sent me a quick text Sunday morning and said, "Hey, bro, Go congratulations, hell of a se- congratulations, hell of a season. Love you, man. Best of luck tonight." That was it, and I appreciated that from David because I know David was in, was in two different places. That's my boy, but that's his team. I get it. So like that to me is the cleanest way to go about it. Don't hit me with like the snide, like, love you, but I'm not rooting for you at the end. Like, that just to me is pointless. Don't even text me. Like, yes, I want my team to win. Fuck your livelihood. That's basically. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's. How how many did you get of that? Like, how many people, if you had to like think, like, rough guess? At least two dozen. That's crazy. That's that's insane. Some platform, whether it was Twitter, Instagram, text message, Snapchat, some way, shape, or form, at least two dozen. What was Already, the worst one? What was the worst one? You uh, where you, and you don't have to name the person, but where you were just like, fuck you. Like, fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I... <laughs> We don't know if we could say. Yeah, because if he says if he says it, he's basically outing the person. Because yeah. if they ever hear it, they're gonna be like, "That was me." <laughs> yeah, they're gonna know. Don't don't ever listen to podcast. Uh, okay. <laughs> one of my former high school teammates was like, "Hey Dan, uh, first off, what's the color of Gatorade? Second off, I hope you guys lose by twenty one." And I was just like, "I'm not gonna answer the first question, even if I had the answer." Second off, like, bro, you could have kept it to yourself. I didn't know all that. Uh, <laughs> that's good. Uh, that's good. Integrity. That's good. That's good integrity. Yeah, what's the punishment for leaking the the Gatorade flavor? <laughs> I don't think you can. I would. I literally don't think. I think it's impossible. One thing that I did notice was I didn't see Gatorade on the sideline. The game was over. All I saw yeah. was water. 
pretty sure there is. It is like locked, sealed, like chained away in like a secret locker room somewhere in the, in the stadium. Because all I saw was water on the sidelines during the game. They just didn't yeah. want nobody to know that I was drinking purple Gatorade because who does that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, that, that Riptide Rush be hitting though, for real, for real. Uh, awful, man. It's the worst. I was like, I forgot that this even existed. It's so bad. <laughs> if Dan ever gets into a power position of power, it'd be vitamin water. I already know that he would he would denounce it so quick. Yeah, <laughs> we have Fifty Cent on the sideline. Yo, Dan would. I I tell you what, if Dan ever became a head coach, that would be the first sponsorship he reached out for. He'd be like, "Can I please speak for you? Because I've been doing it for years, for years, for years." Get fifty on the the phone. Been ridiculous. Been ridiculous. I've I've been a proud sponsor since I'm talking like since like '08, bro. Like way back, Mm. like the yellow vitamin water. The citrus energy, ooh, yes, sir. top notch, ooh. top notch. I'm man. telling you, this guy's obsessed with it. It's disgusting. I know. Well, no, we all went to college with him, so we all know that's true. It was on him 24-7. Are you not a fan of vitamin water, Pete? Body armor guy. Body okay. armor guy. Okay. Uh, body armor is the way to go for me. Uh, okay. Vitamin water just... I don't like the taste. Oh, I'm I mean, sorry, bro- I vitamin like water would be my number two. Gatorade's always last. I'd go Powerade over Gatorade sometimes. Not gonna, just to be spiteful. You'd be I know it's too, not right. You'd be just too be real right now. You'd be <laughs> too, you're too <laughs> real right now. I, I don't know if the I don't know if the people can handle it. We at, at some point we're gonna tell the truth about Gatorade. Yeah, it's got the most numbers. So, like, of course, it's kind of like Nike in a sense. Now, Nike, Adidas, different different uh, storylines. But Gatorade has the most clients, has the most sponsorships. So they get the most pub, obviously. But mm-hmm. Powerade's product in itself, I will say that. Okay. I mean, now, the Gatorade, the Gatorade Revive that they've done recently, that, like, square bottle thing, that that's good. Helps with the hangover. Not that I know anything about that. Well, no, I've used it a couple times. Cure hangovers. Um, will not confirm nor deny whether I did that in um, Arizona, but uh, when I, you, you definitely did. did. I, I did. Well, I didn't yeah, use, yeah. I didn't what use are you running from? from? I you, yeah, you're an adult. Point, you drink. <laughs> what are you? What are you? Hold, right? hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out. So you can cuss on this podcast, but you can't admit you have a beer or two. Like, yeah, what, no, right? no, 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 no. Here's about? the problem. When I went there, it wasn't a beer or two. It was, I don't think I told you, it was five bars we went to in Arizona. That, that Literally, so this is how this went, Peyton and Brandon. Wednesday night, we, we get in there Wednesday. We had Eagles media availability first because the Chiefs have to have it at eight in the goddamn morning. So by the time we land in Arizona, it's it, Chiefs done for the day. Okay, so we do Eagles media availability. We meet up with a friend of the foundation, me, my boss and our producer were out there. We're like, all right, let's go. Let's go to old town Scottsdale because that's where ESPN was doing all their live shows from like, all right, let's, let's go out there. Let's see what happens. Yada, yada. So we're like, okay, we'll go there. We ended up meeting up with a friend of the foundation who was actually trying to get us into a Super Bowl party that uh, it didn't happen. We didn't get into the party. So we end up at the sports bar, which, by the way, the beers were like the old, like, German Stein, like uh, a normal beer. Big, big, like a big ass, the big mugs of like, yes. a, like literally like seven beers in like a mug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like two of this, two of those shot of Jameson at the first bar. Then we proceed like Old Town 
Dan, I, you probably didn't get to go. Like, Old Town is like the touristy spot in Scottsdale. So, like, there's bars, I mean, everywhere. We ended up going to another bar. There's a story that I will tell off air about that, of a run-in we had. I'm not doing, <laughs> not, not doing that one on the podcast. I promise that. Had a run-in at that one. Then we ended up at the Barstool Bar, which is owned oh, by no. Barstool. Um, the Old River or whatever the hell they call it. Yeah, well, it's actually literally now just a barstool bar, but uh, that was that was the third one. We ended up at five. By the end of it, we ended up at a old like dive bar in the middle, like in between where our hotel was and where Old Town is. The best we're, like, bars. Look, yeah, we're looking at our watch. It's like shit. It's two a.m. We all have to be up at Chiefs Media Availability in like less than six hours. So, I, I mean, I lost track of how much I had. I will freely admit. I still don't know the full number. I don't remember parts of Wednesday night. I just remember walking into <clears> the Chiefs Hotel Thursday morning going, ooh, <laughs> I don't know. I was like, hoping I can get through this without smelling, one, smelling, and two, I was like, I need to sober up. Because you don't sober up that fast after you go that hard. And uh, there you go. luckily, by the time I got to Dan, I was pretty, I, I was back. My boss, he was not back. He was gone. He was, <laughs> he was, yes. he was, in, he was in trouble. We were Hell yeah. he was in trouble. But you uh, gotta yeah, you no. gotta keep your rally skills as an adult, man. You gotta you yes. gotta you gotta hold on to that. Hey, it was a power eight in a cliff bar, and I went into Chiefs Media Availability and we made we made look, it through. We made it through. Look, I, I can confirm based off the parade that once you become an adult, it is way more difficult to uh keep those skills intact than it was <laughs> in college. So I'm saying way more difficult. No, it was mad easy for me to wake up, walk into Rockland, and be like, "Yo, <laughs> I need the worst. I need the worst <laughs> burger of my life right now. Let's do Bruh. this. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's do this." So, so Dan, let me ask about the parade. Who yes. went? The, who went the hardest? Well, that's the easy. That, yeah. No, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Outside the DB, the DB. Uh, <laughs> he got he got wheelchaired out. <laughs> my my boy Jalen Watson, he did not uh I think he made the stage but did not make it to the buses to get home. So that way he'd probably be the worst one. Um uh, but no, anybody from uh quarterback to tight end, the D end, the D tackle, the whole the whole list. Uh everybody I was about had to say you gave the, the trophy to somebody. <laughs> no, that, that everybody, was, everybody that, had a great time. Everybody had a great time. Wasn't that a fan's trophy they made? From what I saw, no, that was the real one because security was airtight on its movements. Uh, because he I got to hold it, it. I, I got to hold it, and there was security by me as I was holding it. So I'm pretty sure that was the one. He walked away. Yeah, because he didn't know where he was <laughs> at. <laughs> he didn't. He's just following the sounds. <laughs> he's following the noise. All I can tell you is those those boys had a great time. Uh, you can tell from videos they had a great time. Yeah, yeah, that's a understatement of the year, I think. There, I just want to know how hard you went. Oh, uh, do you remember everything? No, I thought so. As you should, I can tell you that. As you uh, did you keep Oakley goggles? Because I would have just kept them. Uh, lost those in the uh, aftermath of. The <laughs> oh come yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah, uh, my mom, my, my wife was upset with me about that too. She was like, "How'd you lose those?" I said, "Bro, those are like the greatest souvenir." <laughs> I agree. I agree. 
Yeah, how else are you supposed to prove to people that you won a Super Bowl? By yeah. Those goggles. <laughs> yeah. Like no one else in the world has these. You smell say, these, you smell uh, like champagne. Once we finished up with speaking on the stage, the rest of the day is not quite clear. I will say I have had uh slight headaches every day the past couple of days. So that's just about how, how fun it was. In water, dude. <laughs> Find it. Yeah, water, a little Pedialyte, maybe, you know, Pedialyte, you know, liquid IV if you have to. You know, there's there's ways that you could go about this, man. Brandon, Brandon, I tell you what, those Rockland hamburgers did a great job of soaking up all the nutrients from the night before. Oh, so maybe I, need, me, <laughs> maybe I need one of those in my life. I don't know. Yeah, you ain't got to tell know. me. There was a reason you never saw me, man. Not when I was your RA for five <laughs> seconds. Yeah, there's a, there's a real good reason seconds. why you never saw me. Yeah, yeah it was legit oh, for man. like maybe a month because God knows where you were. And yeah, I would just show up and Manny would just be like, yo, he's not here. I'm like, okay. I mean, that's fine. It don't really matter to me. He ain't dead. So it's just fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I'm I'm not too concerned about his whereabouts. Just if, if y'all if here. I wasn't, if I wasn't hanging with Peyton. Wasn't in my room. I was probably in the locker room. So it is what it is, man. You I might promise. not even been at Stevenson, dude. They were like oh, they so hadn't seen you for nah. like days. Nah. You talking about that? That uh, was that fall of 2018. Yeah, this is like the end. Yeah, this is like your oh, last yeah. semester. Nah. Yeah. Oh, nah, when wow. I was doing when I was doing online classes, I was never on campus. Like, yeah. what was the point? <laughs> yeah. If you didn't have you... practice or meetings. I was gone, bro. Yeah. That's a fact. Dan would be like, he would like just text me like, yo, you want a game? I'm like, are you not going out? He goes, nah, <laughs> like I'm too old now. I can't hang with these kids, man. <laughs> and it's crazy I that I, I had I never encountered Peyton before. And I don't think me and Peyton had ever met at any point during college, which is you, weird. You may have been to my house at one point. There were a lot of people that just kind of that, that just showed up at Peyton's house. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of, we tried to police it, and then eventually it was like, it's just never is going to work. And yeah, then after Ty Crab, I never wanted to do anything again. And then <laughs> oh, we did. What a so, name. What a, what a, what a name. Hey, hey my, my, my guy, Ty Crab. Oh, man. I saved that kid's hey. life. What a what Monday a, night meeting. What a Monday night meeting. We came in the locker room. I'll tell you what. If you ever... I'll say this publicly. If you ever wanted to denounce Stevenson University, I'm with you. A yeah. thousand. I will stay. I won't do it myself. I'll be like, whatever. Hey, do you guys do. If you ever needed someone to be like a spokesperson with you, I'm with you. Because that Monday meeting, based on what happened on the Sunday meeting at 2 a.m., was, it was, I mean, oh. it was like polar opposite. It was like you... You right. <laughs> Why didn't you go to the hospital? Didn't tell us where he was going. Bullshit. My wife found it in 10 minutes. Yeah, all right, buddy. Yeah, I'm not. I wasn't born yesterday. And the worst part of it was so call at like three in the morning. They're like, hey, like, have you seen Ty? Like, where is he at? I said, I don't know. I'm, I'm in my room. Like, I'm not sure. And coach is <laughs> like, well, like yeah. coach is like, coach is like, did you go to the party? I said, nah, coach, I didn't. <laughs> So he's like, all right, well, like, talk to Dev, talk to Peyton, try and find him. So, like, I'm making my calls, making my rounds. It gets to 5 a.m. Peyton's like, hey, I got to go see Hoddle. I'll, I'll be right back. So we go through Sunday and, like, end up finding out he's at the hospital. 
And we get to the meeting Monday night. And he's like asking them all these questions, asking all like the like senior leadership in front of the entire team on you. Like, you guys let him get this drunk. Da, 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 da. Then he gets to me. He goes, Dan, where were you Saturday night? <laughs> in my room, coach. Because Dan loves ball. And I felt like the Man, biggest I looked at him. I looked at him like you've just lost a friend. You've lost a brother. <laughs> you have lost everything that you thought we had because the fact that you oh. just did that to me, it was I mean, it was just insane. And also, we got there. The craziest thing was he called us and he was like, Were you at the party? And I was like, Yeah, it was my party. So, like, yeah, yeah I was there. Yeah. And then the, the next words out of his mouth office 15 minutes i think it was 3 a.m and i was like we woke kelly up and i'm like i don't know who because i was drunk still i was like i can't drive us there and then i wake up uh, shanley he's like i can definitely not drive and kelly was like somehow the best option out of the three of us which is very bad it's crazy which and then we left brody because brody technically wasn't our lease so like whatever reason in our mind we're like we're just not even going to mention that he's there and I just remember the first guy we saw was Ryan Larson. Shout out Ryan Larson. Love the guy. He's running in his flip-flops. Clearly pissed off because he's probably just – he did not want to be up that early. And he's no. just – locker room. Coach will be with you guys in a minute. Left our asses in there for an hour. I thought Ty Crab died. Walked in. <laughs> I thought he was dead. And I was like, I thought we were about to go to the jail, whatever it was. And I was like, you know, we did the right thing. We called the police. We weren't going to, like, <laughs> let him leave. Like, we're like, we're not going to be on the next 2020, Dateline 2020 football <laughs> students leave kid to die. You know what I mean? I was like, fuck all that. I'm like, this ain't worth it. Like, it's not that deep, you know? But, oh. yeah, I don't know. We went through. There were a lot of things that, like, we went through and Dan just reserved. And I always kind of just was like, I really wish Dan would go through this with us sometime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because because it would just make me feel better that like, because the thing, what was crazy was like, if you looked at the people that were in that uh, that locker room, it was like Shanley, Kelly, uh, Jahara, Salisbury, some someone else. Preston. And then, Preston. No, 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 no. Preston definitely wasn't there. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I'm not, and I'm saying in the Sunday meeting, not oh, the Monday. In, in the Sunday meeting, yes, yeah, yeah, the Sunday meeting, yeah, yeah. But like, they were all like team captains and players, and like, I didn't do anything, so I was like, "Why the fuck am I here?" And he's like yelling at me like I'm supposed oh, to be it, a leader. It was Corey. It was Corey. Corey, yes, yes. And but like uh, by association, you would think would have been there. <laughs> yeah, like you'd think like Peyton. You know what? I know you was group part of the team. Yeah, like, but I was always just like, you know, I hold you accountable. I'm like, why? I don't even Why? fucking play, Why? dog. I didn't like, ask for this. <laughs> like, like I'm cool, man. I will also say, shout out Corey Petrick. He tried to like act like none of us saw him at my house. We were all. He was like, "That's crazy." He goes, "You know, it's crazy. I can't believe you guys did that." And I'm like, "You were what? with us." <laughs> he's like, "No, we shot him the like, beard." You were really? And he's like, "No, nah, I wasn't there." And I was like, "You absolutely were there with us. Don't do that." When he walks in here, don't do that. Oh, good time. That's crazy. I can't yeah. believe y'all would do this. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. So the NBA All-Star game, huh? Yeah, the, yeah, <laughs> the NBA All-Star that's, game. That's all. That's worth the cut. Co- we gave the coverage to then. Yeah. I was to say, we ain't bringing that back up, Dave. Yeah. No, I do have a question off of something Adam Silver said in his oh. press conference this weekend. 
And it is a reiteration of what Katie and Kyrie basically have said since they got traded to the Mavs and to the Suns, respectively. That player movement is good for the NBA. I don't know if I agree with that. And I want to ask this question. Dan, I'll start with you. Do you think that the player mobility that we see in the NBA is good for the longevity of this sport? No. I think it's great for the player. That's that's the only person it's great for. It's not great for the coaching staff. It's not great for the GM and the front office. And it's definitely not great for the fans. So for the longevity of basketball as a sport, no. They've got to find a way to adjust this in, either in the contracts or in the next collective bargaining agreement. Otherwise, you're going to get in a situation because it's, it's already creeping into college and with the transfer portal. The same thing has happened in the NBA. Whereas like in NFL, your way to another team is more difficult. So like guys basically end up staying there for their entire four-year first, first round of contract. So the NBA has to find a way, and Adam Silver's got to lead the charge with that because otherwise you're running into a situation where KD and Kyrie can continue to mold these next super generation superstars who are in and out of teams like underwear. Mm. Mm. That was a real bar. That was that was facts. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. I don't really know how I feel about this. Like, it's one of those things where. Yeah, if you're a fan of that team, like if you're a fan of the Nets, I mean, the last four years have been miserable, right? Like you brought these three guys in to win a championship. They played 40 games together. One guy just decided he was just completely done playing basketball for a season. Um, Harden leaves. Then, you know, the Nets finally put a team together this year, which I thought was they were playing fairly well. Um they were top and, four seed before they blew it up. Yeah, yeah. And then Kyrie was just like, I'm cool. <laughs> I'm cool. I'll see well, you guys. Brandon, to, to your point, though, I mean, we grew up it through LeBron and Kobe, now to KD, Steph. How many people do you know are fans of actual teams and are just fans of the player? It's not too many. It's not too many nowadays, for sure. Um, and, I, and that could I, I be that largely that's, that's in part to, yeah. yeah, I was say that could be largely in part to player movement for sure, right? Um, right, because I would feel sick to my stomach if Jason Tatum left the Celtics tomorrow. I would, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what I would do with myself. Like, yeah, I could root <laughs> for Jalen Brown. Why not? But like, uh, that's my guy. You know, I don't, I don't want to have to. I don't want to have to do that if I don't. You know, if I don't have to. Um, but you know, you, you look at these, these guys that have moved around, you look at KD, you look at, I, I, I can't even say Bron cause it's like, all right, LeBron has won a championship at every place he's been to. So I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the narrative of, you know, he switches team, blah, 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 blah. It's nothing I, you could really say to, to me, uh, you know, about that just because he, he's a, a proven winner in all those situations. Like he never went to any of these places and didn't deliver what he did at the, the previous right. stop. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So, you know, you kind of get that with, with guys now. Like, you get that with KD. I feel like KD should have never left uh, Golden State. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of, like, <clears throat> there's a lot of, like, it's not ego. It's more like he did it just because he wanted to be the guy. Like, everybody wants to prove that they could be the guy, right? Like, I don't mm-hmm. need anybody else, blah, blah, blah. And it's like you want to – he had his attempt at that. Um, and, you and know, he just failed. It, 
Yeah, he and it failed. Yeah, and I I don't know if he is is afraid of he can't be afraid of failure, right? Like he can be, but know. also like you make fifty million dollars a year. Like come on, man. <laughs> come on. You play 82 games. You don't even play 82 games. You play about a cool 60. And then if you don't win it, you back next year making another. Like, it's 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 just, to me, it's just like an ego thing with them. Like, they want to prove that, like, I could do this. I don't need anybody else. And it's like, if it doesn't work, they're like, all right, like, let's take me and somebody else that's in a, you know, in a, in a rough situation. Let's link up. And, and try to do this thing like KD would have nothing his career would be perfectly fine and he could have won another championship if he never left Golden State I think he knows that but the 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 story was the entire time he was there was you know this is Steph's team which it was right it was like I won championships without you like you came to me for this like I didn't I didn't go well technically Draymond came to you and say yo let's do this but like I didn't I didn't you know I felt like I, I could have did this again, like, you know, uh, so it, it's just like a, it's a mental thing. It's a mental thing with him, man. I think Kyrie's whole deal is like, he's less interested in basketball and more interested in, I I, I don't even want to say social justice. Cause I don't really believe that to be true either, but it's just like, whatever, whatever it is that he's worried about, it's not basketball, whatever off the field issues he has. Um, you know he has to uh he has to figure that out himself he has to figure that out himself yeah. i mean i'm not really seeing i i don't i can't see any other players uh sort of moving situations like maybe ad after bron decides to hang it up or maybe he decides to leave you know la if they don't make the playoffs this season i you know i i don't know how that's how that's going to look um but again it's nothing like I can't be mad at Anthony Davis because you won a championship, right? You were at your spot, you won a chip. Um, so it's like if you feel like that you've done all that you could do in this situation, all right, it's time for you to move on. Um, mm-hmm. I think people should try to, if you're gonna do that, you should try to deliver that city <clears throat> that you play in a championship every, you know, every opportunity you get. I think that's the 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 right way to go about it. Um, you know, and if you don't if you feel like you gave it your all and they put you in the best position, you could just never get it done. Okay. Like that's a little different, but I mean, if you're running at the first sign of, you know, the first sign of issues, or if you're going to sit out for, you know, whatever reason, um, it's just, it's just not right. It's just not right. And And, it's going to, it's going to kill the game at the end. Brandon, to that point, I, I will say this about the young guys coming up, Anthony Edwards, John Morant. I was going to say Anthony Edwards. That's a guy. They're right all, there. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. talk. A, I mean, we could all they're talk. All, a they're, good all, game. they're all about that action, though. I would say they're all about that action early in their career, um, yeah. and I think that can help get the NBA back on track. As far as like guys staying with their teams for like ten years and then going trying to get a championship late in their career, but like when Jaws are talking about, yeah, I'm good in the West. Like that lets you know he has the utmost confidence in himself and his team, no matter who's running with him. So, like, that at least allows you to have a little bit of confidence that these young guys can get the mantle of the NBA being back to what it was in the 90s. But I, as a fan, like, you want to see these guys play. And, like, you, I would have liked to see KD stay with an OKC and stay with Russ. But I can't blame him for the move he made at the same time. 
Yeah, it's like you you try like once it becomes like once you tried it, you gave it your all, and you felt like mm-hmm. you know, it, it, there's just no way that, to make this work. Um, then yeah, I mean, go go right ahead. You know, like f- try it again, try it again somewhere else. It's yeah. just it's just a bad look if I feel like you never you never gave it a hundred percent, right? Or like you never tried to see it you know, see this to fruition. It's just like, we live in this, we live in a time now where like people want things so fast, like they they want it so quick, don't want to put the work in. Uh, and I'm not saying that like, you know, these superstar athletes don't put the work in to try to win a championship, but it's just like, they feel like, you know, I only have two years, I only have three years. Or like we got to get it done. You know, they just feel like we got to get it done in a certain amount of time when I get here or else like, you know, it's a, it's a failure. And that's not always the case. That's not always the case. Um, the young guys, we could talk a good game. Like Anthony Edwards could say, yeah, I'm going to be a lifelong Timberwolf, whatever. John Moran could say I'm going to be a Grizzly for life. Cool, right? Like you can talk a good game, but it's it only matters until we get to that point, right? Like you could say whatever until you got to cross that bridge. So yeah. when the bridge, you know, <laughs> when we get there, now what? Right. When we get to this point now, how are you going to act? Right. How is how is it going to be now? Um, and we're we're a, a little ways out from seeing that from the, from the both of them. I think Jaws in a good a good position. The Timberwolves, I mean, just get Rudy Gobert and off. The day. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand how they thought that that was going to work. Um, <laughs> Like just from that, like a, that was a locker a bad room deal. stand, a bad yeah, deal for sure. yeah, it's a bad look all around from a locker room standpoint to a on court standpoint. Like the the move didn't make sense, and I feel like you gave up just a little too much um, for a guy that that was that's not what your you know that's not what your team needed. Um, yeah, so we'll we'll see what Anthony Edwards and John Morant you know where their careers take them. Hopefully, they're able to be the the cornerstone in their franchises. I think people kind of admire. You know, people kind of admire that, right? Like, you know, we get the whole thing with uh with Kobe. Um, you know, we get it. We had it with with Tim Duncan. We had it with Dirk. Uh, you even heard Giannis, uh, you know, give his flowers to D Wade. Um, you know, over the All Star break, telling him that he did it the right way. It's like, you know, you played for this franchise. Uh, they brought you here, and you, you know, you delivered a championship. And I feel like that was kind of that's a crazy shot when you think about it. Cause it's like, yeah. I mean, there's not too many people that I, I, that you could say confidently that didn't give it their, you know, didn't give it their hundred percent to try to win right. a championship. Right. I don't think that's the case for anybody. I don't think you could look at KD and say that about him and Russ. I don't think you could look at, you know, Harden and say that about, you know, him in Houston. Like there's just, say that. I, I can say could that you, ah, you? about Harden. I, if you're going to say that about Harden, I would say it's more so that he did not perform well enough. When the time came, he gave it his all. He did not perform to his standard of. They were supposed to beat the Warriors in that game, by the yeah. way. Like I would, Chris Paul got hurt. Let's, let's not forget about that. That refereeing in that I, game where they had like six waved off three pointers. Yeah, they were they were supposed to win that game. I mean, people kind of forget about that very important part. Like we talk about them missing twenty eight threes in a game, right? Like I get it, but they also had six threes waved off that game, which would have easily been the difference in them playing in the NBA finals. I don't. My only point to it is like I think that his, you know, I won't say the way I'll spin it is like. 
obviously we all know what his off, off the court antics are of like when he leaves the game. He's not going through his process of, you know, getting ready the next day. I mean, he might be out at the strip club till three in the morning. And that's fine because if it works, it works. Like, I'm not going to tell you not to do that because, like, you know, Michael Jordan, you know, he was out gambling as much as he could. He wasn't at home. I mean, we all know that. Drove to Atlantic City after playing the Knicks in the Easter Conference Finals. Yeah. Let's talk about it, bro. Like, everybody has their way to cope. But that's what I'm saying. Like, he won games doing that. Like where like James Harden, I just think you have to look at it, like if you're doing those things and you're not winning and getting the results you need, I I think, you know, you could make that argument. I mean, obviously he's going out shooting lights out, whatever it is, but I'm still saying like, could there have been more if you didn't do that? I don't know. Maybe it's part of you. Maybe that's the best way you can get ready. Maybe if he doesn't go, he doesn't do anything. You don't know. I just think. If you're not winning, you can't say, like, yeah, this works for me. Yeah, I don't know if I could look at, at James Harden and say that any of the any of the losses that he suffered in major games have been due to him. Like, due to him and only him. Like, I mean, Harden is – I'm an all-time scorer, right? Like, I could score at will. That's it's always been the case for him. I mean, he was the best player in the league for – three to four years at a time when he was in Houston, right? Like, they kind of – him and Russ, it's amazing to me how now we look at – I'm going to use Luka and, and Jokic for an example here, right? It's just like we look at these guys and we go, wow, like, you know, never seen anybody play the game like this before. If you just go back not even five years ago, right – I got Russell Westbrook and James Harden putting up. I mean, it was a triple-double with the two of them every night. Every night. Did it always lead to winning basketball? Absolutely not. But I could say the same for, you know, I could say the same for the guy in Denver, right? Like, you've never played in the finals. The Thunder and the, the, the Nuggets have never played in the uh, conference finals, never played in the finals, right? So it's like, it, does it always translate to winning basketball with him? No, but, I mean, we love it. So you're looking at these guys and it's just like James Harden was the, I was the best basketball player in the world at one point, right? Like I, I can't look at him and be like, he never gave it his all, never gave it his all. He never tried to like, you know, put in a hundred percent to win a championship. Cause it's just not true. It's just not true. I don't know if I could say that for any of the people that he's played with outside of Kyrie, right? Just cause like he kind of chose his own personal, you know, his own personal things over, over the team. Um, but I'm sure everybody on that roster felt like, you know, we're bringing in three top 15 players to this team. Like I'm going to try everything I can to do to support them in the best way and try to win a championship. Like, that's just how, that's just how people go. So I just going back to that Giannis comment, it just felt like, yeah, sure. You could say D Wade did it the right way, right? I get that. I understand. Um, there's some people who argue that you know he shouldn't have won that championship either. If you look at the officiating, I mean, wasn't there an official who came out and said that like the the whole series was rigged against the Mavs? Which, which yes. one? Yes, yes, yeah, which one? Yes, Mavs. The the first the first championship. But it's that, cool. But it's cool. We got It's cool. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, oh six. Yeah, oh six. Oh six. Uh, finals. That was no, before Shaq. That was just team him. of destiny. Yeah. Team of destiny. 
Sure. 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 All right. We we only have Dan for a couple more minutes, and we're not going any much longer here. Peyton had a power take. That this was really the only reason, Dan, that we wanted to have you on from a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Good Lord. That he says you would 100% agree with him on, and it involved Angela Peyton. Because remember, David had a had an issue with what you said. Who? David. When we, we did this a couple weeks ago. I don't think Brandon was on for it. Has Brandon even seen Power? I feel like no, that's I don't an award. Power in oh, Brandon, oh, Brandon, oh, Brandon. Oh, Brandon. Hold on, pause. Brandon. Brandon, so you got you got to take a look. You got to take a look. It's a great, it's a great series. Oh brother. man, I'm not like the TV guy, so like I don't. That's fine. Yeah, I don't. But it's I worth it. Just, just trust me when I tell you it's worth it. Shit, okay. the first, the first ten minutes will have you up out. You're sitting up straight. You go, hold on, what's going on here? Um, now is he still good now in the in the second I, book or whatever? I or? think so. I didn't, I didn't like Cadence. I, I will. I wasn't I a mean, fan. The one, the one to get to is like you watch the first six seasons and then you watch Tariq's power. His, 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 his. I think he's on season three. Come up here next month. His seasons of power have been phenomenal. They lead, they lead yeah. right through. So you can watch that straight through and no, 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 yeah. uh, no misses there. But Peyton, yeah, what like, you take? Um, I think. I mean, Dan already. I think Dan knows my take. I he. I think at one point he agreed with me. Um, Angela dying was for the, for the best and she should have died off rip. They should just murder her season one. Cause she ruined my man's ghost life. Literally. Okay. No, literally. First off, <laughs> first off, no, Tasha ruined his life. All right. Okay. That's fine. But still there is a point of Angela. She just always wanted the worst for him. That's all she wanted. Yes, because she, you, a woman scorned, brother. It's one of the worst things in this earth. So. Yeah, and I'm. everyone's like, what do you mean? Like, she didn't want him to sell drugs. And I'm like, man, look, his life was pretty goddamn good when he was selling those drugs. So I'm just saying. But, hold on. But the real problem was, in episode one, he asked Tasha, did you ever think I could be anything more? And she said no. She said, I saw you as the biggest drug dealer in New York City. That's all she saw at her husband. That right there let us know that as a man, he could not continue to be with this woman. All right, Martin Scorsese. Look at that deep level thinking right there in the theater. <laughs> look, they the reason she said that was because they were so well off because he was the biggest goddamn drug dealer in New York. <laughs> like, I'm just, I mean, look, Tommy still to this day. Every time he's like, I think we should kill this person. Now, it sounds crazy because he's always the craziest guy in the room. But sometimes he was he's pretty right. right on. Like, we should kill some people like right now. <laughs> and then you find like three seasons later, like, yeah, we should have killed that person. We killed him, like yeah. way back there. Way back. I think that Ghost is always trying to find a better way to do things. And Tariq is now finding that out as well. So... Fair. That's why it's like, to me, it makes sense to maneuver the way that he did. That's why I don't think that Angela had to die. Uh, I understand that Tommy was the one who had to shoot her. But she didn't have to die. They could have figured it out. Yeah, spoilers, I, mean, I guess. There's a deeper the reason. Oh, big, big spoilers. Big spoilers. Big spoilers, I guess, for whoever, yeah, but, whoever but, is but, trying but to But Brandon, it's still worth it 
to watch and see how it all happens because, boy, it was wild. I will say this. I want, and Dan knows this, I wanted Tyreek to die. I wanted I wanted a child actor to die <laughs> so bad, and that's awful of me. But I wanted that kid dead. And then and, hey, I was like, has it, flipped. has it flipped? Oh, my God, we got to protect him. He's a G. He's a G. He's the, he, Look. I will say one thing I wish he would like the actor. Maybe it's just because he's still as young. That little, that little whimper he does like with his nose, like, you better not fucking talk to me like that. It's like, bro, <laughs> say shit. Look, you're carrying guns around. You got to fucking talk a little different. You got to fake the voice. This dude doesn't know what you sound like. Put a little bass in your voice. <laughs> better not fucking cross me. Like, get some crazy eyes. With like, he's just be like, scrunching his nose, like, don't you fucking say that? And it's like, bro, shut the fuck up. Who's this kid? Um, but yeah, power's elite. All right. We gotta let you go, Dan. Thank you for taking some time with us. And in fact, this pretty much is gonna wrap up this pod unless Peyton or Brandon has something else they want to chime in with before. You know, I think here. we kind of came into this with with no plan or a very a skeleton of a plan and we somehow put a show together so round of applause for uh, for all parties involved because <laughs> no, i have no idea what we talked about no idea what the clip is going to be this week for an uh, hour <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean i'll just say i'll say for my last closing remark though and if you want to talk about it you can I think the nfl should really look at what the xfl is doing with some of its rules because they're fucking fun and they make things very interesting, very fucking fast. That's I, would all that fun, I would say that fun does not make for longevity, brother. For you, Ooh. not for me. I watch <laughs> it. I don't coach it. <laughs> I watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'm merely sitting on my couch every every Sunday. And I'm yelling. I'm, I watch it. I'm like, go for three points. That's sick. Go for three. Go for three. All right. Dan. Thank you so much. Uh, we have a very special guest, and I'm going to tease this now. Joining us within the next week or two. Oh, Jesus Christ. Dan doesn't have a shirt on right now, so I'm trying to talk. That was un- <laughs> There's a, a warning would have been nice. A warning <laughs> would have been nice, I had sir. to get dressed for dinner with my wife, sir. Thank you. Well, then just hang up. Hang up the phone. <laughs> I gave you your send-off. Hang up the phone. <laughs> He's just Walker. <laughs> Dave got a little. Uh, Dave got a little distracted. No more. No more it, hats and shirts anymore, man. I no swear to God, that. I just I wasn't expecting it. To be totally honest, as I'm talking, I wasn't expecting to see that, and it just it threw me. <laughs> I don't even know how I'm going to tease the guest now after that. Brandon, you how would you tease the guest? Yeah, uh, I mean, you. Everybody knows him. You know, you see him on your TV if you uh, if you watch uh, you watch ESPN or you watch. Uh, no, he's not on ESPN. Is he on? Yes, he is. No, he is on ESPN. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. Uh, why that tripped me up? Uh, everybody's favorite. You know, I, my favorite. My my favorite uh, analyst. I'm sure. You know, I'm. I'm. I, that's what I'll call him. Call him an analyst. He was a. Uh, did play for my favorite team, miss him dearly. Um, feel like we would have won another championship had something not happened to him. And that's really, you know, that's all I that's all I'll give. That's all I'll give for that. If you know, you know. It is a big guest. Peyton, uh, Brandon and I are very excited that we will get to see and have a chance to chat with Kendrick Perkins of ESPN coming up 
stay tuned. We'll have more information as we get there, but you will not be disappointed. So for Dan Williams, who now has a shirt on. Good boy. For Peyton Gerard. Have a good week, everybody. Brandon Stevens. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, have a good week. I'm going to steal Peyton's send-off this time. I don't have anything to push, man. Dave Steinwittle. Have a great week, everybody, and we will talk to you next week. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.